0: I finally was with Evan when that, got, when that happened. Evan's always gotten that, oh, like the musical, but it, I've never been around. We were out to eat, and the waitress was like, oh, like, like the musical. You probably get that all the time. I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, like the serial killer who's been on the loose for, for 26 years. Wait Yeah, a minute. I get that all
0: the time. <laughs> oh, Ben Platt. <laughs> oh, like Ben Platt. Oh, this is just like Ben, ben Platt. Affleck? Ben Platt would Ben Platt would love this podcast. Who's that? Derogatory. Oh, Laving <laughs> oh, through a window. Alright, should we clap this motherfucker in? Leah and I have to go to a comedy show.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: I'm always I'm always on the run. <laughs> Wait it's not it's When's not till the nine. Show? Sitting still oh, makes okay. me scared. Tonight. Uh, Leanne sometimes spews lies. Oh, sometimes I like to lie for fun. Speaking of lying, welcome to Art Farts. Yeah. The podcast where what the fuck are we talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, If you're listening to us, it means you either accidentally found us, you're a devoted listener, or you have nothing better to do right now, and please. you might be on your way home from work.
1: Please, if you accidentally stumbled on us, please don't click off just don't hear us click out. away hear us out just, please
0: i promise uh, I most of it I, will be pain well i was gonna promise
1: that it gets better but i i guess i can't promise that
0: we don't know what will happen we can't predict Ooh. the future i mean come on can anyone promise that their podcast will be good
1: um uh no i, I mean no. i guess no. not right? you right? Know, probably not right?
0: yeah we're just like everyone else we're bad <laughs> <laughs> we suck yeah um oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a podcast yeah. called Art Farts. Um, that is A R T F A R T, like a fart. Oh, oh fuck! Oh, I heard shit. the crickets. That we, time. <laughs> we don't have the sheet to tell us which button is which button. We tried to what? fart. There's like a ninety-eight percent chance a button that you press will be a fart, but we <gasps> happened to get the non-fart. I know nine is always a fart. There we oh, fucking go. Woo, stinky. So on this podcast, we will research a little a little bit about art history and then regurgitate it out to you in the most easiest worst way possible. Um it's kinda like drunk history, except none of us are drunk. Sometimes maybe once yeah, in a we're while. Just none like of us this. are drunk. We're just this way. We're just stupid. We're really Stupid, and we're just absorbing information as fast as possible, not fact-checking. But we Mm want to give you a story. We want to bring you the worst news possible about art history. Well, um, I mean, hold on, I
1: would not go that far.
0: What's about what? The worst
1: news possible about art history? I'm not (laughs) even sure what that means.
0: I'm reading straight off the notes app in my iPhone. That's what I'm saying. Like we're delivering the worst news. Like we're not like picking the worst things from art history we're bad at what we're doing but it's like why right. would you listen to me talk about it but, but like what, but? what would you would you rather listen to us idiots talk about art or go on your phone and read about it yourself i
1: think <laughs> we make it fun i i don't want to hear like some lecturer tell me about exactly some stupid art that i don't care about let's let the hear okay. it from us
0: Exactly. We're talking about Michelangelo jerking off. We're talking about Claude Monet being really cute and old. You know, we're we're really getting down to. We're the, talking about scandals. We're talking about cold holes. Yeah. I we, usually we talk cover about really
1: grim stuff. Um,
0: Andrew's Andrew gets sad. graphic.
1: <laughs> Andrew <laughs> our me hater. Feel <laughs> sick
0: afterwards. Andrew is our certified hater, um, and he is presenting today. So this is your morning. <laughs> Woo! But Woo! yes, we'll get we that, we though. take turns. We take turns each week presenting on either a different artist, art piece, art movement, art event, um, just anything that we want to enlighten you about. We cover all eras, decades, movements, modern, prehistoric. We've, we've got it all. We have the heart to learn and nothing in our brains. Prehistoric art. That is a real thing. And I've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. What she said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but to get us started today before Andrew gives us a presentation, I've got a little a little tidbits for us. Okay. Okay. Thank you. First is our little segment that we've been doing recently this day. And I realized I've been calling it this day on art history when in reality, I should be saying this day on fart history, 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 oh. history, history, history. Oh, that's mm-hmm.
1: really good. Well, I don't know about that amount of histories, but yeah, the fart makes sense.
0: Uh, Andrew hates the amount of histories um, I always put in. The it was, was a lot of histories. Have heard of an echo?
1: <laughs> yeah. Courtney was echoing because she said history, history, history. So something must be wrong.
0: I'm sick in the head. That's what's wrong. <laughs> I have a few things to say. It's a oh so on this, uh. what we do on this day <laughs> in art history is we'll talk about um, art history from around this time in the month, <laughs> back in in history, if you will. Um, usually, I'm just looking up people's birthdays, which is exactly what I did today. I got a lot of birthdays to talk about. I'm not gonna go. Sometimes we'll you know we'll go in, talk a little bit about an artist. Not today, um, but today's birthday is well actually i couldn't really find for exactly today tomorrow which is, this will come out tomorrow um so june 10th we have gustave corbet who is a painter um i think probably one of us will talk about him in the future so happy birthday can everyone say happy birthday gustave happy,
1: happy birthday, birthday gustave.
0: gustave um and uh, uh, someone else's birthday's tomorrow. Morris Sendak, who illustrates where the wild things are.
1: <gasps> oh, he's still Morris? doing it?
0: Morris. Thanks, Morris. He might have passed away. I did not look uh. into any of this. Um, but happy birthday, Morris. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Morris. Happy
1: birthday, Morris. Oh.
0: And just a few days ago, it was John Trumbull's birthday. Not Jonathan Trumbull, but John Trumbull, who is an artist from um the revolutionary...
1: Right, yeah.
0: War era. Um, so happy birthday, John Trumbull. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Trumbull. John Trumbull. And we have two unhappy birthdays. Woo! What? So June June seventh. It was Paul Gagoon Gangoons, I never know how to say it. Birthday what
1: an idiot, idiotic name. We
0: fucking hate him. We hate him Why? because he he like abused a lot of indigenous women. He would go into Boo. the the French Polynesia and would like. R-word them and essay them and then paint them. And so, unhappy birthday to you. We fucking hate you. If we ever do an episode about you, it will be a hate episode. What's his name? Paul Gangoon. Fuck you, Paul Gangoon. I never know how to say it.
1: Dude's name is (laughs) Gangoon.
0: I'm not going to learn how to say it right because you don't deserve that. Um, And we have, like, some conflicting feelings about this last person. Same birthday as Paul. June 7th. Damien Hurst, like... Slightly unhappy birthday, maybe. <laughs> like I won't even say a word. <laughs> I'm gonna choose to stay quiet. <laughs> um,
1: Wally, wow, and your silence we've... is deafening.
0: Oh, shut the hell up! <laughs> we've done. We've done an episode about like he was in there. He was there in it with us. Yeah, we had no. We had no like extremely happy or extremely negative feelings. But I just. From learning more about the art world, I think he is a no-no. I'm getting that vibe.
1: Yeah, boo. So. Boo. Eat shit and die, okay. idiot.
0: Let's find out which one's boo. No! <laughs> I clicked the cheer button.
1: Oh, my God.
0: No! <laughs> Fuck. Uh, welcome to Courtney's Late Night Show. I have to go. No, don't laugh at me. Boo. Oh, laugh my Laugh
1: at her. Boo her.
0: There we go. Seven is boo. It took us. <laughs> the late night music played through heaven. the <laughs> uh, uh, Actually, huh? what? Oh, were those always lit up? <laughs> yeah. That's go scary. That's go scary. <laughs> oh no. I can't. <laughs> I can't talk today. Good thing we're feeling funny because we're going to a comedy show. I <laughs> think I can't talk because we're on a podcast right now. <laughs> Um, okay, I have another bit for us today. You have no to be
1: funny way. to go to the
0: comedy show. <laughs> what if you're not feeling funny and you just sit there stone cold like the whole time? You're just like, I don't get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Staring straight into their eyes the whole time. expressions. I,
0: I was really happy Leanne said you. I bought a ticket for myself like before I asked anyone, but I was really happy when Leanne said yes because I was like, they're gonna make fun of me. Like, it's a comedy <laughs> show. They see one girl sitting by themselves. They're gonna be oh. like, you're the, you're the point of the night now. <laughs> I'm a down ass bitch. I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere with you. <laughs> You'll go down on me?
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: This kind of banter this early in? We're <laughs> like, we got ten minutes in. That's pretty good. Hmm, what's this all about? I'll just forward ten minutes in. <laughs> just to get a little glimpse. <laughs> uh. Uh.
1: Uh, I have another bit
0: and I really I really wish that we had like a sound bite here so I'm going to like leave a pause for like 8 seconds to see if Evan can get a, a sound bite in here and what it's going to sound like is breaking news like what's a girl got to do to get a sound bite around here <laughs> okay ready let's count to 8 in our heads <mistake> breaking fart news As your local stupid art historians, I put air quotes for art historians, but not for stupid, um, (laughs) for everyone at home, (laughs) or for real stupid, or for real. It's our job to have our finger on the art pulse, or the fart pulse, both. It's not often these days that we are getting a fresh story, um, which the story I'm going to be talking about now is actually stale because it happened a little while ago, um, but that's on par for us. So let's finally talk about it, the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Any thoughts before I tell the breaking news?
1: I would have done the exact same thing.
0: Okay, okay. Leanne? I saw this, but then I forgot, so this is pretty exciting. (laughs) Leanne's fresh. This is pretty exciting for me. (laughs) Okay, so on May 31st, Uh, I believe it was. It's all coming back. The Mona Lisa was vandalized. (laughs) Um es- essentially this man, I think he's 38 maybe. <laughs> this I think he's thir- I'm going to say 38. I'm going to name him as 38. He dressed up as a elderly old lady in a wheelchair ah, because wheelchair people in wheelchairs. Well, I hello. think
1: personally I think that's the most insane part of the the whole story. <laughs> I
0: <laughs> I love I love this. I fucking love this. Um yeah, dressed well let's let just wait for this. Just wait for it. So thirty eight dressed up as a little old lady in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. They are. They say maybe possibly strategically the wheelchair because wheelchair users at the Louvre um, get to move up front. Like mm. like if you're in the back, you get to get front row to see the art because you're in a wheelchair, so you can see it better. Yeah, it's calculated. Um, so he gets up there and then he throws a cake, but it's not actually a cake. It's like a French pastry because this is in France, and, but it. It's filled with cream. They don't have cake on the inside. In France. It's called it like translates to cake, but it's like not it's like more specific than a cake. And what I thought was really funny is that he smuggled the cake in like he was hiding it yeah. in his pocket, Let, like in the jacket.
1: Let's think about all all the flaws of the security that he had to get in. He smuggled in a cake, um, in a in uh, pretending to be in a wheelchair, uh, pretending to be an old lady, and no one was like, hmm. That right? old lady looks like a man in a wig with a cake under his dress.
0: <laughs> but it was one... So it's, again, one pastry. I feel like you can easily smuggle okay, in yeah, one pastry. Okay, I guess so. If it's
1: not a cake, then one pastry. Uh, I, I would it's like not, to see what kind pastry is. You do that of most places we
0: go. <laughs> I'm always smuggling pastries. It, but what's crazy, again, filled with cream, so it, like, exploded uh, on the Mona Lisa. Like, Is she okay? So the Mona Lisa's been... Covered in bulletproof glass since the 70s, so like it didn't touch it at all. Yeah, it's it's fine. It was more, and so then when he was getting arrested, um, he said like like the you guys are all killing the environment essentially. Like it was in French, but he was like, you're killing the earth. Like who is? Like you people, like he was just saying to the public, like he, I think it was kind of almost like super villain-esque where he wasn't trying to make a statement by throwing a cake at the Mona Lisa, but he was trying to make a statement and he knew that this would bring him enough publicity to be able to say. Oh, he was like, they'll put me on the news to say my thing. And so like, as he's being arrested, he's like, the world is dying. He's, he's like a, he's a frequent climate activist, like in the, in France. Like I he, it, yeah.
1: I can't help but feel like it was a little misguided because I've seen this story many times and have not once heard about what he said um, when exactly. they took him away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like what? his plan. It didn't work, and so they took him. They didn't arrest him. They took him to a psychiatric hospital, um, which I think he's been cleared because he isn't. I don't think he's like mentally unwell i think he really was like you know and it's similar to how in the u.s recently those scientists had chained themselves to Mm. outside that building um and he was like well how can i get traction if i throw something at the mona lisa but unfortunately it's like people really care about the mona lisa unfortunately the fact that it was the mona lisa definitely overpowered his message exactly which is again is crazy because the mona lisa is so protected throwing a a pastry at it is more just silly than it is gonna ever damage it in mm-hmm. any way people have shot at the Mona Lisa <laughs> People have shot at it punched it and and so <laughs> let me <laughs> I've never understood why people
1: are so mad about uh, like it's a painting man leave it alone S-
0: so here's here's <laughs> my next part. We're gonna keep you guys up to date in the news as it breaks about the situation. If we get any further detail, um, but we know that we're not new to public vandalism. We've mentioned many instances on this podcast of public displays of vandalism against art, especially people trying to fist fight the artwork, the paintings, right? Especially like we've talked about that a lot. People trying to
1: fist the, the paintings, fist the
0: artwork. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I I'm pre- I present to you a game. <laughs> Called, uh <laughs> it's called art or fart <laughs> did they do the crime or do i lie sometimes i'm gonna be giving you um a painting by a certain artist plus the tool of vandalization the the instrument of destruction if you Hold will on. can you i have just
1: to... ask is vandalization a word? isn't it vandalism
0: i don't fucking care <laughs> <sighs> you would dare correct somebody on art farts you're correct me i'm i made you a game I love you so much, I made you a game. Is this
1: how you show your love, making us yes, a game? Yes,
0: making games. games? Yeah, <laughs> this is how you show your love. That's all I do all day. In our free time, Courtney will be like, I have a riddle for you. <laughs> I'm evil. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm evil. Um, but yeah, can I, can we play the game, Andrew? I've
1: never, I never said we couldn't play the game. I was just.
0: I heard a little bit of hatred I in your I divorce. just said I was going <laughs> to complain about it.
1: I so, did not complain so about the game. Do you need the instructions?
0: Do you need the instructions again? Um, did you no. hear the instructions? You don't need them again.
1: You need. Uh, I need. The, I need to say the tool of vandalism, right?
0: No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> um. I think we might need it again.
1: <laughs> Give it so, to me again.
0: This is called art or fart. Yep. Did they that. do the crime or do I lie? Sometimes I'm going to tell you what painting, by who, and the instrument of destruction. Okay. And you have to tell me, is it an art or is it fart? Is it, am I lying or am I telling the truth? Okay. Art is truth. Fart is lying. You can just say, you don't. we don't have to do that. You can <laughs> just say if I'm and lying. I'm like breaking out hives. <laughs> so like in this case, I would say uh, Mona Lisa by Da Vinci cake. Uh, art.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's big. I'm going to say fart for that one.
0: You can't change the rules once they're in my mind. Okay, you ready? I- I'm trying to decide what to start with. Okay, Les Ponts de by Monet, Drunk Fist.
1: Gonna have to say real for that.
0: I'll say fart. That one is real. Uh, I gotta head out. <laughs> okay, The Starry Night by Van Gogh, a cheeseburger. Fake. Oh. That's fake. It's fake. You found me. Okay. <laughs> really because you like cheeseburgers
1: I'm like no Courtney <laughs> thought of the word
0: cheeseburger that's funny because I was going to put sandwich and I was like not specific enough <laughs> <laughs> The Thinker by August Rodin Pipe Bomb oh my uh, god
1: I think that's real
0: I'll say it's fake that one is real <laughs> um, it's not looking good okay let's do Mona Lisa by Da Vinci ceramic mug from the gift shop oh I think that's real
1: I'm going to also say real.
0: That is real. That's so crazy. Les Demoiselles d'Avion by Picasso, a saw. Oh, my gosh. I'll say true. That's crazy. That one was fake. Mm, Too crazy. (laughs) Little Mermaid by Edward Erickson, a dildo.
1: (laughs) Real. I hope it's real.
0: Yeah. That is real. Beheaded with sex toys. Beat with a dildo. (laughs) Beheaded. They cut off its head. (gasps) It's a statue.
1: (coughs) Not anymore. With a dildo?
0: Yeah. I can't read what this one says. One second. What the hell? They're using one as a chisel and one as like the hammer. Pieta? (laughs) (laughs) Pieta by Michelangelo. Hammer. No.
1: Uh, Real.
0: <laughs> that one's real. Um. <laughs> the son of man, Rene Margier, a postage stamp. Yeah. I'm
1: going to say real, yeah.
0: That one is fake. <gasps> uh.
1: <laughs> oh!
0: <laughs> it's I absurd. can't believe you said the words postage stamp. Diego Velasquez, Ven Venue, Venice, Roqueby Venice, meat cleaver. That's real. real. That is real. Sorry, Courtney. They beat him with a. <laughs> they beat him with a meat cleaver. Um. Yeah, I have some more, but I can't read my illegible handwriting from early. Oh my so goodness. Maybe we'll have to do that again someday. Yeah. No, I liked that. <laughs> that was Woo! art or fart. Woo! Do do they do the crime or do I lie? Sometimes a little bit of both. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hit my hand. Okay. Now that I've done all that shit, it's Andrew's turn to talk, and for us to give you a hundred percent wink of our attention. Go off, bitch. Why did you I'm wink? a fall asleep. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Why did
1: you audibly <laughs> wink? Um, all right. Uh, gather around kids because, um, today we're going to be talking about drugs. Uh, oh, fuck. So <laughs> <I> knew it. <laughs> I, I, what do you mean? You knew it? How did you know it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I knew you were up to something.
1: <laughs> uh, so, I wanted to talk about this because I was recently listening to a podcast called Stuff you Should Know which you know check out I love that podcast check that out if you like informational podcasts It's a little lighthearted it's fun We have a good time um me me and the two hosts uh, together have a good time uh and uh-huh. they were doing an episode about absinthe um, oh. Leanne and i oh, have an absence story you have an absence story <laughs> oh, right, let me hear your app ab- yeah. actually yeah let's hear it let's hear it
0: well shout out to if i think lydia is listening probably uh lydia's dad shout out to him if he's watching <laughs> wait <laughs> take this away from me cordy put kinetic sand in my hand <laughs> wait this is you just <laughs> that- shake it in there sorry friends so um when I graduated from grad school and Lydia did too he brought a bottle of absinthe and he was telling us how it's if you pour I forget the two combinations if you mix two alcohols together it turns green
1: it was right, like absinthe
0: yeah. and, I don't have my phone, but it was absinthe and something else. So he's like, he's so excited. He's got the one and he p- goes to pour a little bit of absinthe. And he's like, okay, everybody watch. And he pours in the absinthe and <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> what was this supposed to be called? Death in the afternoon? Death in the afternoon. That's, yeah. And then he was like, oh, okay. But then he like <laughs> still made everyone drink it. <laughs> he was like, it didn't work. But, but we're um, still drinking So he drank absinthe. How um, did it taste? And that was my first time. Uh, very much bad. I yeah. have no memory of the, <laughs> tasting that, but I, w- I know that I did. <laughs> I really didn't want to, but I was like, I got I to gotta support him. He's trying his best <laughs> trying to make fancy cocktails. It's death in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So that's our story with absinthe. That was my one brush with absinthe.
1: I have i don't think I've ever, maybe once, but I don't think I've ever had, like I've definitely encountered it probably, but You've I don't think I've had it. You've been in the same room, as it? Is it? Yeah, I've been in the same room as it, I think.
0: I had so minimal amount. I know they say it like makes you see fairies and things, but well, I, I had so little. I'm going to get
1: into that. Um Okay. Because I learned some interesting stuff on this podcast, um and at one point they were talking about artists. So I, I decided to look more into the connection between drugs and art. Uh Ooh, and what that's I found it's shocking.
0: Astonishing. Oh my god! Um, I'm scared.
1: Probably not that shocking, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But and drugs okay. go hand. In so hand. let's get into it. I'll talk about absinthe later, but for now, we'll we'll start uh, at some early beginnings, which um, starts even as far back as cave drawings. Uh, a lot of historians oh. think um, that the people who made these drawings might have been on psychoactive substances, uh, although there's not like too much i I, i've read this in an article and in the article like it it was really dumb it was like historians think this like why were they in the cave so deep but i'm i'm sitting here thinking like isn't that just like wasn't that their shelter like isn't that where they where they lived but sometimes like i don't know um Hmm. and it was just like the paintings are so wacky and and like weird, and it's like I, they were like very early paintings. I don't really understand, but um, there has been a little bit of evidence to show that people in caves were using uh, this psychoactive plant called Datura um, oh, in okay. California in the Windmill Wind, wind Pinwheel ca- Caves. Uh, What's there a pinwheel are these- cave? There are these paint. Well, they're called pinwheel ca- caves because in them, on the ceiling, there's these pinwheel paintings. You can look them up, oh. uh, and you'll wow. you'll see them. I am. And they actually. So these pinwheel paintings actually look like the deuterop plant. Um, which, if you look at oh. the deterra plant, they do look a lot like the Deterra plant. Um, <laughs> so at first, for a while, it was uh, speculated that uh, like these. K- these paintings were made uh, while people oh were tripping, God. but uh, people actually are now thinking that the paintings were made to actually be looked at while tripping. While on oh, draws, um,
0: you gotta make to, your own visuals. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so they've been made to be visuals for uh, psychedelic substances. And I was actually surprised to find that these, like, it seems like they'd be really old, but historians estimate that from, like, 1530 to 1890, people were in that cave doing that. Um, that is and so with, cool. Within the cracks in the cave, you can find, like, ch- there are, like, chewed up wads of the Deterra plant. So people were definitely in there, definitely taking this Deterra plant. Definitely um, fucking around. Definitely fucking around a little bit. Those no fuckers. Um, oh my goodness! And <laughs>
0: they're having a rave. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and in these pa- Pinwheel Cave, these are the first known site looking cave paintings to psychedelics. Um, we're yeah. going to skip ahead a little bit. I mean, I guess not too far, if eighteen fifteen thirty to eighteen ninety. But we're sk- skip a little ahead and talk about a different drug. Uh, Mm -hmm. Called opium
0: No Uh,
1: (laughs) I was When I was doing this research I was mostly expecting to find a lot About like LSD And Mm -hmm. mushrooms And come to find out that Opium was actually probably One of the most important drugs To all of art history Um,
0: That's insane too Considering like the metropolitan Which we've talked about before too Mm Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about the Metropolitan? Fueling Our the opioid crisis. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> lips not that's sealed. True, hey, that's love. True. Lips unsealed. Okay, let, enlighten us, Andrew. I'm very curious. Oops. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I start crying.
1: So, <laughs> so opium is a narcotic created from the seeds of the poppy plant. Um, and the high is kind of described as like a euphoric rush and then like a r- relaxing feel. It's it's kind of, a, from what I understand, it's like a similar height to heroin. Um, it's like a pain reliever. the uh, You know, those kinds of things it does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and in the 19th and 20th century, opium was really popular. It was legal. It was readily available. It, it was easy to get. Uh, and around the time, uh, and it actually kind of fueled the romanticism period, um, which was kind of at the time about rejecting current norms, experimenting, which is what all good art periods are about, really. Mm. Um, And and opium became a subject of experimentation for a lot of painters. Uh, John Martin's... uh, Here's a a painting to look at. Belshazzar's Feast from 1820 is
0: whose feast? Mutton?
1: Belsh oh yeah. Uh so Belshazzar is spelled B E L S H A Z Z A R. Belshazzar's yeah, <laughs> feast by John Martin from
0: 1820. I don't know why
1: um, I thought you said mutton. <laughs> <laughs> it's described oh, it's crazy. Often described as like a visual representation of using opium. Uh, and came oh. to inspire a lot of artists who were using opium to kind of create pictures like this actually let me pull it up myself because I'm not even sure I remember what it looks like
0: <laughs> I kind of want this on my wall but I feel oh. like that's got bad connotations well, someone's going to come in and be like is that the opium painting
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, John, is this
0: an opium safe house there's actually oh, no. no
1: evidence that John I don't know did I just say this there's actually no evidence that John Martin ever used opium himself
0: Oh. and um, oh. Poser. But this—that's <laughs> <Yeah, just> <laughs> worse. <laughs> Is that
1: I, the fake opium painting. Again, I don't know if I don't know if he <laughs> described it l- like that. That's just what art historians mm-hmm. tend to describe it as, and I, and I guess people who have used opium. Uh, and it kind of created this whole wave of art that looked a little like it, um, of people who were actually using opium, uh, and you know, a lot of artists and writers. And another big name who was very involved in the opium scene was, uh, you, anyone want to guess? Uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, definitely the someone 1800s? you know. Yeah, definitely 1800s? someone you know. Around late 1800s. Van Gogh. Early, early 90s. Early 1900s. Early 1900s? Yeah. Picasso. Yeah, Picasso.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Picasso used to ho- host the, these things called Nanuit opium. Uh, which no. translates uh. to opium nights, um, and on these opium nights, he'd just have all these artists come and, uh, come into his room or studio. I guess they were probably one and the same. His his home was probably a studio, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they'd join him and just smoke opium. They'd just be hanging out, smoking, passing around some opium. You know, him him and the boys hanging out, and he lived in a building with a bunch of different artists. Um, so it would basically be like all of these artists, writers, you know, poets, painters, whatever, uh, just smoking opium. That's kind of um, lit.
0: Can I can I ask how they would? So like, we talked about how it's from the poppy seeds. Yeah. Would they like literally grind up poppy seeds and like put in a pipe? Do you know? Um,
1: I. They're governing. it. Think from what I understand, it was like. Well, I think it wasn't a pipe. I'm not sure if it was just ground up poppy seeds um, like
0: how'd we go from how'd we go from smoking it to like doing heroin in uh, modern times
1: i don't know i'm not sure mm. I, I think from okay. what i read if i remember correctly they do use a needle of some sort to like put it somewhere but they mm-hmm. smoke it at the end of the day um we'll is, have to we'll have they... to do
0: research yeah for i mean our, our I, other podcast for our opium what podcast others? For oh, our narcotic podcast, farts right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right I forgot we do that one Check out narcotic farts Anywhere you stream uh, Podcasts Anyway
0: I just have to say red kinetic sand is not as fun as the other colors
1: Have you been playing with kinetic sand This whole time
0: <laughs> Yeah Leanne, Will you grab us two tissues Yeah Leah <laughs> grab them out of her shirt pocket.
1: <laughs> you
0: always gotta have a tissue on. The other colors don't like mm-hmm. stay on your hands, but the red's staying on our hands. Sorry. Sorry for this brief. So inter- that's bad? Interruption. You
1: don't want it to stay on your hands?
0: You know, like it's staining
1: our hands. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's bad. Let me I
0: wanna get
1: the other color. Oh, Random dancing! Ah. Why did she just scream? What's happening? I hit my knee. I not hit, hit her knee. Uh, I can hear her, yeah. I hit my knee. I hit my knee.
0: <laughs> I hit my knees. I hit my knees. <laughs> Welcome to Courtney's Late Night Podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why? She keeps yelling. I keep hearing.
0: Tonight, we're going to talk about kinetic sand. Don't buy the red one. It will stain your hands. Back to you, Andrew.
1: Back to me. Uh, <gasps> back to you, Courtney. Uh,
0: Andrew, we were talking about uh, Picasso doing opioids with his friends. Yes. Um, at opio- Opioid. I at can't, Opium Fest. I can never say that uh, word. Opium, Opium
1: Fest night. 1905. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Was Matisse there? I bet he wasn't.
1: Um, <laughs> Matisse? <laughs> Uh, the roast? He might have been for some, <laughs> no. you know. Again, I forgot to write nice down the segment. names of the a lot of the artists who were with him, um, but I'm not sure. Not sure. Actually, I could just hit this link right here, and uh, you know, it's not that important. Um, hit my link. But anyway, so they'd have these opium nights. Uh, they do opium, uh, but Picasso actually didn't like they. I, I guess I can't speak for the rest of them, but Picasso didn't make art while he did opium. He hmm. he he liked to be of, of sound mind when he made his art. He just That's kind of crazy. yeah. He just kind of used opium as like an escape. Uh, he it was just like you know as a break to use opium. It was just
0: for fun. He just made cubism like with his <laughs> own fresh brain, well, he just sober.
1: Uh, Art historians are pretty confident that the effects of opium, despite him not painting on them, caused uh, his rose period and also uh, cubism. uh, Mm -hmm. Because when he started doing opium, he was uh, in the midst of his blue period. And then he started doing opium, and then he started doing the rose period. And one painting that historians point to is called... Family of Saltimbanks, which is pronounced Salt uh, I mean spelled Salt is spelled <laughs> S-A-L-T-I-M B-A-N-Q-U-E-S. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Q.
0: Oh, Salt and Got it. Found it. Interesting.
1: Um and so I he started saw. using these like these brighter reds and pinks and oranges and things. Um I, and from what I understand, a Saltembonk is a uh, a circus performer, so these are all circus performers. Mm. Um So yeah, just kind of I mean, comparing this to like something from the blue period, like you know, obviously Ooh. it's a, it's not like super happy or cheerful or anything. But I think that's also part of why they, uh, you know, attribute opium to this, because you'd be, like, very relaxed, probably straight-faced, just a little numb. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, and also cubism, they believe uh, his use of opium opium led to that, uh, because Picasso wanted to add these dimensions of times, time and stuff that he could, like, only understand when he was on opium. Um,
0: that's that is wild i i never i feel like he's a very famous artist i never knew this any uh-huh. of this information
1: you never knew that he was a uh, an oped yeah
0: <laughs> i never knew <laughs> oh my gosh
1: well he was he was a filthy <laughs> drug addict um oh, oh my god addict. i can't <laughs> no, say I'm that kid, i'm kidding there's we nothing wrong whoa. with th- i mean listen there's nothing wrong with drug we're
0: addicts. not hating it is It is a valid It was just a joke, it a everyone. Yeah. It
1: was just a joke.
0: Well, the, we... We are supportive. Picasso's different, though, because Picasso is also a bad person.
1: Oh, uh, was he? Not a so.
0: Picasso. We hate Picasso separate from his drug addiction.
1: I hate him we in addition between. to his drug addiction.
0: <laughs> hey! <laughs> what did we just talk about?
1: Um, but he stopped doing his opium nights eventually... Um, and then never smoked opium again. After one night, German painter Karl Heinz Weigel uh, committed suicide during a psychotic break brought on by a mixture of opium and, and some other drugs. And oh Pica- and Picasso found him hanging.
0: Oh my uh, wait, God! Wait, so he he had a psycho psychotic break and he killed himself? You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's hard. Okay, wow. <laughs> okay, wow. That's
1: hard, think? bro.
0: <laughs> That's um, not in a good hard. Bummer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Picasso's Opium Nights concluded, but uh, another uh, about a decade later, another artist by the name of Andre Masson, uh, who was a surrealist painter, uh, was also doing Opium Nights, and his guest list included Ernest Hemingway, Gertrude Stein, Ooh. Max Ernst. Uh, I've never heard of this guy. Guy named Man Ray, uh, which uh, is crazy. That's the SpongeBob character. Like SpongeBob, and yeah. Man Ray, what is it? Man Ray. Oh, oh. And Andre Bre three thousand. Who and Andre three thousand <laughs> and Big Boy was also there. <laughs> um, and Andre Breton who Breton who is considered the father of the surrealist movement um Mason would or Masson I don't know how to pronounce it. it's m- like Mason with two s's
0: masson masson
1: used <laughs> it's French for what
0: I said French for sure like oh. for real <laughs>
1: uh Masson used opium to you to fuel his art which at the time was automatism which I've never heard of that. It was new it's just basically like instead of thinking about the art you're doing you just let your hand guide you. Oh
0: I want to do that.
1: Yeah uh, it it was cool and it was new at the time and he would take opium to be able to do it uh, because you know I guess he'd be high and his hand would probably just move on its own. Um
0: Leanne did not like that.
1: She didn't like that? Oh, I'm sorry, Leanne.
0: No, she didn't, she didn't like the idea of a hand I'm moving so, on its own. I'm uh, sorry, it, Leanne. It happens
1: to me every time I smoke weed.
0: Oh, true. But oh, well, always forget to about me, that. It,
1: it happens to me every time I smoke opium.
0: I was just thinking, I was like, hmm, I could be, what's it called? Optimism? Opti- what's the name of the movement?
1: Uh, aut- automatism.
0: Automatism. Automatism. I, mean optom- autom-
1: <laughs> I can't say it. Autonom automatism
0: Autonomism? Oh like like autonomy
1: Yeah like uh, atom uh, autom- okay. Why can't I, I say was- it atom
0: It's okay it's okay it's out All right, <laughs> all
1: right I'm going to kill myself just like Carl Hundswagel oh,
0: <laughs> I was thinking oh, like edible. I could take an edible and then participate in this art movement let my uh-huh. bo- let my hand just be doing whatever
1: Yeah but they were doing much crazier stuff than just an edible I mean come on
0: Yes Oh yeah they're crazy. Um, you guys are crazy. You guys are
1: nuts for this. Uh, in, in, what was that? It sounded like a plane.
0: <laughs> oh, that was just my plane. That's land driving the plane.
1: Anyway, <laughs> um, in, in, in Breton's Surrealist Manifesto from 1924, he said, it is true of surrealist images as it is of opium images that man does not evoke them. Rather, they come to him spontaneously. Uh, and that was in reference to automatism, uh, but like, despite him saying that he, and him showing up to these opium nights, he did not like drug use, uh, and he didn't consider the people who used opium to be real surrealist artists, um, which is kind of weird. I don't know why he showed up to them, uh, and just didn't do it. that opium. is
0: weird. You just want to see everyone.
1: Yeah, I guess he. those are just his friends. He'd go, he'd go there and he'd hang out with them, not smoke opium with them. He'd go home and then he'd write shit about them in his, in his books or whatever.
0: That's insane. That's like Gossip Girl. I've only seen like two episodes of Gossip Girl, but I think that's Gossip <laughs> that's Girl. That's
1: exactly like Gossip Girl. I've never that's seen Gossip got Girl.
0: Inspo. This is just like Gossip Girl. All I know is that guy is the, is the Gossip Girl. Uh-oh, what? spoilers. Oh! God damn it. Don't listen um, to this
1: podcast Don't watch Gossip don't Girl Don't listen to this podcast <laughs> Gossip Girl spoilers You know it's not very helpful to say Don't listen to this podcast after you've already spoiled the <laughs> thing.
0: Don't listen to this podcast if you want to know about Gossip Girl and Don't all, listen to all, all this I, podcast what?
1: unrelated to Gossip Girl
0: <laughs> All I said though is Gossip Girl actually the guy
1: Whoa corny! you just said it again
0: <laughs> I'm sorry Sorry, I can't help but speak my truth.
1: Jesus, That's I, what the I, I'm starting to said. think you're the gossip girl.
0: <gasps> Gasp.
1: The gossip girl. Anyway,
0: man's gonna press a button. The gossip girl. Oh, she farted. <laughs> yeah, that was me.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna move on from opium to absinthe.
0: Ah. Um, okay, cool, cool.
1: We're not, We're gonna talk about absinthe. Um, so, can I cheer for this? Uh, yeah, cheer. Give it a little cheer.
0: No. <laughs> late night Gosh. again there we go
1: <laughs> so I, I was a little surprised to hear that the absinthe that you had wasn't already green because absinthe is like known as a bright green drink it M- used maybe to be, it used to be called it, the green fairy
0: mm. it might have been that it was green and it was supposed to turn something purple there was supposed to be a color change and there right. wasn't
1: that makes sense there was
0: not a reaction of sorts
1: anyway uh, absinthe was very was very popular in the nineteenth and early twentieth century, um, and it has this reputation for being a hallucinogen, uh, and that's because the wormwood in it uh, does <gasps> have it. Ha- hallucinogenic abilities. So many artists were were really in love with absinthe, and it was an extremely popular, um, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? Just inspiration for a lot of artists. Uh, they'd drink it and they'd make art about it. Um, there's a Monet painting called The Absinthe <gasps> Drinker.
0: Monet um, was on the absinthe? Um, oh, or he was painting
1: it. Uh, well, he was probably on absinthe, but uh, this this painting uh, was just a painting of, uh, I guess, I think it was oh. like a homeless dude drinking ab- absinthe. And it was extremely controversial at the time. Everyone was like, you can't paint that. You can't paint that guy.
0: Why were they so mad? <laughs> Look at his little step out. I like because his he glass. was like, that a sick cup.
1: He was like glass a street cup, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh. yeah, people were like, that's gross to paint that guy. You can't do that. Um, and so Absinthe actually became much more popular in the 1870s. Uh, mm. That painting's from 1859. Um, in the 1870s, when in France, this insect called Insect Phylloxera <laughs> uh, started. An insect? Yeah, it started ravaging grape plants, um, which caused wine to become extremely expensive. And They're wine declined. was very popular and a common drink. Uh, absinthe was much cheaper at the time. Uh, mm. So it became a replacement for wine. People started regularly drinking absinthe.
0: <laughs> that's that's um, terrifying. That's so scary. Absinthe mom. Which
1: just, just for reference, absinthe is one of the highest proof liquors available yeah. to, to buy. Usually someone, it's like 70 to
0: 80%. Someone should buy those. We should get those socks at, at the, uh, on your feet. It's like, if you are reading this, bring me a glass of wine. But it says, if you're reading this, bring me a glass of absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
1: Absinthe, mom. Yeah. Rose
0: all day. Absinthe. Morning. Absinthe all night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, absinthe
0: all month. Absinthe
1: all <laughs> all uh, life.
0: We'll figure out a way to to commercialize Live this. Love opportunity. absinthe. love <laughs> absinthe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so absinthe is is like seventy to eighty percent alcohol, usually compared to wine, which ranges from like five to twenty five percent. Um, so it was a, a big difference. Uh, uh, but this was at a time where like al- uh, altering your mind was a very popular thing. People wanted to be rebellious. People wanted to, you know, deviate from the norm. Mm-hmm. So it was even more became a fuel for art. And I've I've actually got another uh, Picasso piece to look at. This one's actually a sculpture called Glass of Absinthe from 1914 Ooh, by Picasso.
0: Ooh, Brunch it out.
1: And this is a cool one. Um, kind of a a weird looking sculpture.
0: What the fuck uh, is this?
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> what it's actually, I, I don't even know how to explain it. There's, a, I think the thing on top is probably a like a sugar cube because absinthe with, often had with mm-hmm. sugar. Oh, and like um, the little special spoon. Yeah, and a little special uh, absinthe uh, absinthe spoon.
0: It's weird because when I picture absinthe, this is exactly what I picture in my head. Like, no joke. This is really? literally what I see. Yeah. Are those hearts all over it? It's like dots. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think they're, just dots. they're red through me.
1: Yeah. So, for the uh, people who can't look it up, I haven't really been describing the pieces that well. I'm oh. so sorry, everyone. But it's like a spiral. It kind of looks like a vase, but like with weird things protruding off of it. There's some
0: almost like mushrooms red on a tree. Dot.
1: Yeah, yeah almost like that actually that's a very good description of it that's um, why I thank think you
0: that's because i think when i think of absinthe i think of fairies and mushrooms and so i feel like this looks like this looks like fairies and mushrooms this looks like absinthe it looks like a trickle down like to the little bottom i have no idea uh, it looks idea. like Is trickle this down functional?
1: economics yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> picasso you nailed this good work this one um <laughs> we'll give so it to you.
1: like i said you know, it was a drink of choice for, for artists, writers, creative. whatever you were doing. You were probably drinking absinthe. Um, and I, I guess most people were drinking absinthe anyway because it was really cheap and no one could afford wine. But but here's the thing. Here's And here's what was really crazy what I learned. Um, the myth <laughs> of absinthe. Uh, it had this, this uh, reputation for being, like, hallucinogenic and like causing visions which mm-hmm. you know people did experience but the thing is that the amount of wormwood in absinthe is not nearly enough to create the like it can but in a very large amount you would to mm. to have hallucinations just from absinthe um after drinking it you'd You'd probably die of alcohol poisoning before oh you God. had any of those hallucinations the the reason that people were hallucinating and and freaking out and having a bad time was just because everyone just was drinking so much more alcohol than usual. people oh, were having like twelve so glasses <laughs> yeah people were literally oh just alcohol like extreme alcoholics they you know they were drinking like twelve glasses of absinthe every day and wow. People were just like I, I, Extremely you start hooked on alcohol. When you
0: Stop drinking
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean people probably had withdrawals after they when they stopped drinking and while they were drinking they were just So wasted and so alcohol dependent that they were losing their minds which That's is wild like,
0: that it was like It was like what? widespread like yeah. a whole community was having this happen to them a all because of the bugs the bugs' fault. The bugs no, that ate the, the bugs, We should blame them.
1: And I do blame them.
0: <laughs> and I will.
1: Um. So, yeah, that's the myth of absence. And I, I just thought that was pretty wild. Because it still has this... Like, even you said before, like, you know, you, I know it causes hallucinations, which, like, it, it... I mean, it really doesn't. Like, not any more than <clears throat> any alcohol in, you know, in that quantity would. Mm-hmm. Like, if you drank the same amount of beer as I guess the equivalent, I don't know how to describe it. The equivalent of alcohol in beer as the same the, amount of drink. Right. Yeah. Like mm, you would probably also be having hallucinations because yeah. you'd be fucking wasted.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, so that's absinthe and that's <laughs> I'm going to move on a little bit. Um, to something that I thought, I honestly, I thought I would get a little bit, I'd be able to get a little bit more information about this than I ended up getting. I thought this would be, like, the main thing, uh, LSD and, like, other hallucinogens, mm. um, but there really isn't any specifics, like, all like all the, uh, the Picasso stuff and the opium and all that and even the absinthe, like having people draw, like I'm sure there are artists who have talked about uh, doing acid and things, Mm -hmm. Um, but none of it it is super prominent. But, you know, there are obviously uh, studies have found there are direct links between LSD and creativity. uh, And usually that your mind is just a little more, I I guess, open a little more experimental, experiment, experiment, Something when ready to experiment, ready mm. to experiment when you're on acid. Um, and one specific thing I can think of is in the 1960s, uh, Ken Keese I don't know how to say his name, Ken Kesey, Ken Kesey. Um, Never the heard. author, the author who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: Oh,
1: uh, oh. <laughs> he would host these parties. And I was just talking to my dad about this because we were talking about the Grateful Dead. Um, mm-hmm. But he would, de- from 1965 to 1966, he hosted these parties called the Acid Tests, um, in which people would uh, just take acid and they do visual <laughs> art experiments and uh, live music and stuff. Wow! Um, Word. This is kind of this is kind of the inception of the band, the Grateful Dead. Uh, they came in as the the Warlocks and then eventually became. Uh, a house band at these acid parties they were always there and they they're always there. To the always mm. there yeah they're always there doing acid um from what i understand i could be getting this all wrong and i'm sure my dad will tell me once he listens to it uh oh. <laughs> and this kind of was a catalyst for hippie culture and psychedelic art uh, and psych- a lot of psychedelic art. I mean, you know it when you see it, the, the kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like posters for 60s uh, concerts and stuff. It, it involved the a swirls. lot of... Yeah, swirls and contrast, very bright colors uh, that weren't typically used that way before. Um, just a lot of things. And it was used to emulate the kind of feeling that you would get when you were on LSD and other hallucinogens like that. Um, again, very popular with the art scene because people are looking for an escape, looking to, uh, what was the phrase I used before, you know, just experiment, experiment, (laughs) but uh, you know, to, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, (laughs) uh, you get the point. Uh, how
0: interesting you were saying how like the other thing was from the 1870s and then like the 1970s, I think of.
1: LSD. Mm -hmm. Well, it was. It was. Well, you're you're not wrong. It was more like the '60s, uh, and and in the '40s, in the '40s is when uh, LSD was, I guess, discovered. From what I understand, the guy was like trying to do something else with it, and then he accidentally touched his skin. Yeah, yeah. And then he accidentally touched his skin to it. No, No, well, that might have been the same guy, but the dolphins was a different thing. Um, this guy accidentally touched his skin to LSD that I was using for something else and then he, it like absorbed through his skin and he was like, whoa this is real trippy <laughs> whoa, um, so I'm seeing stuff three, yeah, exactly so through the <laughs> 40s and 50s the government were, was like testing it on people and I think if I'm correct Ken Kessey, uh the guy who hosted the acid tests was was one of the people who was getting tested on and that's how he knew mm, about it. Oh. Um, uh, ch- ch- yes. Yeah, so, and obviously, like uh, a lot of psychedelic rock rose out of this. the The psychedelic uh, artwork and painting was came first, but this acid is more associated with psychedelic rock for whatever reason. I mean, I guess it's more accessible. People mm-hmm. like music more than they like, you know, graphic design and art generally um but this also contributed to like the pop art movement all the bright colors that you see like when you think of um i guess andy warhol is the first one i think of when i think of pop art and like you think of his repeated very colorful paintings that wouldn't exist without psychedelic art which wouldn't exist without psychedelics um optical illusion art which I always think <laughs> of the, the the bunny that's also a duck or the duck, or, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the old lady who, who's also a young woman. Mm-hmm. And, and comic book art, too, uh, oh. was very inspired. It was all about, you know, being in a different state of mind. and I guess comic book like art, it's very colorful, very busy. Um, and it was it all tied back to just emulating the feeling of being on these psychedelics. And mm. not a great conclusion, but that's the end.
0: You know what? I have that, no more notes. That was delightful. That was a conclusion. That was very, very interesting. I like how you decide to talk about something not just in one time period, but kind of the history of how this trend happened throughout art history. Art like history. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my thank bad.
0: Art history. Yeah. My bad. Thanks, my Andrew. Bad.
1: Mhm- hmm mm-hmm, You're
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Andrew. I'm gonna uh, unspank to you.
1: Okay, that's great. I wish <coughs> you hadn't spanked me in the first I'm gonna place. Re-spank but that's fine. You.
0: Uh-oh. Okay, so
1: I'm being re spanked and <laughs> everything's everything back to is, neutral. Everything's getting worse.
0: Oh <laughs> Well, now that we've finished Andrew's part, <laughs> I, 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 forgot, I forgot how to transition. Um, now that we finished Andrew. <laughs> now that,
1: Andrew's now gone, that I'm dead, gone and
0: done for. Now that I've been spanked
1: um, into oblivion.
0: <laughs> spanked him into next episode. Um, what's, what's been tickling everyone's... He's uh, actually <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting over a cold. What's been tickling everyone's turkeys?
1: <gasps> Please, for the love of God, leave my turkeys alone.
0: <laughs> I will s- never stop tickling them. <sighs> Andrew, how about you? What's been tickling your turkeys?
1: Oh, oh, nothing. You know, I am, just like last week, I am going to see a concert tomorrow night.
0: Who, um, <gasps> so, tomorrow night?
1: Quelle, Chris. Quelle, Chris, Chris.
0: Oh, that's going to be great. That's going to be a great be concert. so
1: cool. Me and my dad are going to see Aww. it. Um, if you're If you're an Art Farts <laughs> listener and you're going to the show tomorrow <laughs> night, I guess yeah, this, I guess this will be up tomorrow. So tonight, <laughs> hit me up. You have four hours. Go. 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 Uh, yeah, there's no way that any well, first of all, there's no way that anyone listens to art Farts Second of all, there's We're getting no some way more. that they're going to the Quelle Chris show.
0: <laughs> you never they're know. Not
1: cu- they're not cool enough for that.
0: I'm, I I'm bet I'm we have some lists in New York on. City. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're no, right. Okay. They suck, <laughs> stupid. They suck. <laughs> oh god, they're smelly too. They probably <laughs> don't want to go to this concert and prove to us <laughs> that they're not smelly. <laughs> All right. What about you, Leon? What's been tickling your turkeys? Um. Ooh, there's these uh like YouTubers that I watch called Aaron and Joe, and they do like they're two dudes doing video commentary, but like little silly ones and little serious ones. But they're pretty silly. Um, and they I've been going through like all their stuff, and they had a random like song uploaded, and I was like, what? is this and they were like all right guys you we said if you we got to a certain amount of views on this video we'd release a metal song and you did it so here's the metal song and i was like that's silly i don't listen to metal it was very good it was very i was like they are very they're very good at this um it's called painted lenses and it's on spotify if you want to know what's been tickling my turkey lately it's that that's great yeah i've had it on repeat it's pretty good um, i think maybe it's introduced me to the genre of metal who knows um, metal will I'll, I'll check Mo. in next week. I think I might be. We got to show her a Gretzko. That's next.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like a Gretzko. Thank What's you. What's tickling your fart, Cor- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> My what? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> My what? I don't know why that just came out of me. <laughs> you don't know why that fart came out of you? <laughs> what's been What's been tickling your? It felt more natural than turkey. What's in your
1: fart <laughs> what, box, Courtney? What's
0: been gobbling your turkey? <laughs> <laughs> my turkey's dead, and we have to eat it now. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I wanna. I've talked. I've promoted this a lot, but hey, Riddle Riddle just met their <laughs> recent stretch goal on Patreon, um, and they released a three part series called Revenge in Riddle City. Oh my god, with, it's
1: so good. With,
0: with like six guests it was just fantastic andrew and i listened to it it was wonderful i laughed i cried i got so stuck on one of the riddles that i wanted to solve i stopped listening for like 24 hours <gasps> to try to spend that 24 hours Which thinking one? about it uh flip it put an l in it city that one. Oh yeah i got it eventually but i was very confused um so yeah that's i just i love that podcast i love that freaking podcast and if you don't if you don't listen to them you should go listen to them and then if you do listen to them you should subscribe to their patreon it is well worth the five dollars i am crying on their patreon every friday so that's my that's what's been gobbling my turkey and my farts thanks for sharing your fart tickle (laughs) of course
1: thanks for giving Ah. it to us
0: Thanks for giving it to me. Ooh, I'm sorry. Ooh, Ooh. Rough. <laughs> Rough. Uh-huh. Rough. Okay, all right. Um, um, I have to go smoke weed before I go to a comedy show, so yeah, anyone I who I want to have... meet up for a game of uh, Muppet basketball? I'm
1: ah. going to go smoke some opium, so I'll be seeing you. Uh,
0: So uh, Opium basketball? Land, what's Andrew's favorite animal? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck! Well, we knew no. we... we... <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Am I only one missing the? Uh, bye. I thought that
1: would be a fine ending. I if thought you, you were just the said bye. bye. But, okay. No, bye, I think we I should
0: all guess. say bye. All right. Bye. 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 bye love you. Sleep well. Goodbye. Bye. Mm. Oh, oh,